have you ever experienced someone disrespecting your business or not supporting what you're doing or kind of just like making maybe unpleasant remarks or just not respecting the business that you have chosen to build? Because if you have... (laughs) You are going to relate so much to this episode today. This was actually inspired by a conversation that I was having with a coaching client of mine on Voxer. So in one of my coaching programs, Voxer access to me is included in that program. And so we were doing one of our like midpoint check-ins and really unpacking some of the growth that this client had been experiencing. And this whole concept of not receiving the support from those closest to her in her life really came up for this particular client. And in her case, she's in this rebuilding and revamping stage of just really going all in on her business after taking a few years off to raise her daughter. And this not support, (laughs) this element of just like not receiving the support that she wants just keeps coming up. And so this was something that we were working through together. And she actually recommended that I make it into a podcast episode. And I thought this was a fantastic recommendation. So I've decided to go ahead and take this episode and share with you some of my thoughts and my experience with this, my tips around this, and hopefully some help for you if you're experiencing any level of lack of support when it comes to running your business. This episode is brought to you by HoneyBook. HoneyBook is a client management software and it's the tool I've been using for years to send contracts, get paid, and how I keep track of all of my client inquiries and projects. Now, before I moved over into HoneyBook, I was actually just using my email inbox to manage my clients and things were slipping through the cracks. Now, inside of HoneyBook, I can see at a glance exactly where my projects are in a timeline. And I love that I can use this for sending questionnaires, setting up recurring invoices, and book calls through their built-in scheduler tool and so much more. I even use HoneyBook to book guests in for my podcast because of how I can set up workflows and automations so easily. And I use the scheduling tool for that as well. You can get 50% off HoneyBook and start using it today using the link in the show notes below. Hello and welcome to the Called to Both podcast. I'm your host, Joy Michelle, and you're in the right place if you're ready to grow your business while also being the intentional and present mom you want to be. This show will leave you feeling inspired, equipped with tangible tips, and encouraged to go after your own version of being called to both. Let's dive in. Okay, so what to do when the people closest to you, it just feels like they're not supporting your business in the way that you had hoped. First of all, I think this is so real. I think um, the amount of people that have told me that this is happening in their businesses, in their lives is crazy. Like I have experienced this on so many levels with my clients, with in my own life in some ways, and um, with lots of friends. And so if you're feeling this frustration and struggle and even like hurt over some of the people that you hold dear, not exactly respecting, acknowledging, supporting your business in the way that you had hoped that they would, I just want you to know that that is so valid and so real. And something that I think a lot of entrepreneurs face. I think there are a lot of reasons that this can happen and I want to get into some of that. But I also kind of want to like unpack like what does this look like? I think when someone is not 
being supportive. This can look like them not showing consideration or emotional support or just an, a level of understanding towards the journey that you're on. So sometimes this looks like them not treating this job like a real job, implying that you're not busy, that you're home, that you're available for calls in the middle of the day, expecting you to be able to drop everything. And I think, you know, just because you work from home doesn't mean that you're available. And that could be hard sometimes for the people in our life to wrap their minds around. So that is one of those things where it's like this subtle undermining of what's going on by just assuming that you're readily available, that you are probably not working. The other one is like treating the work that you do like a hobby and not acknowledging it as the hard work that it is. I think this can happen in like little comments, can come across in conversations and just them not acknowledging the work that you do as work. The other thing I think that sometimes is happening is like they're not asking how the business is going because they don't consider it a business. And I have had a few family members where I've noticed this. I've noticed that when we gather together, they will ask all of my siblings, all of my brothers in particular who have like career jobs, all about their work. And this is like no shade on them. They have amazing careers and they deserve to be acknowledged for that. However, they sometimes will not ask me about my work because I think it can easily be categorized as like not valid or not real um, because I don't technically work for someone else. And so this can just happen in almost like being ignored, feeling like invisible, like the work that you do is invisible. And then I think also like this may feel small, but it's also significant. It can come across in like them not following your content online, not liking your posts, not commenting on your things to support you or cheer you on, or you feeling like you have to go ask them like, hey, can you go like this post? Can you send this to a friend? Can you engage with it? I think even just that online support from some of the people that you are closest with can be kind of hurtful when, it, when it's not happening. So I think support can look so many different ways, you know, having somebody acknowledge that your time is valuable, acknowledge that the work you do is valuable and acknowledge that the business you're building is valid, but it can come across in a lot of ways. And I think ultimately, you know, whether or not you're being supported um, and acknowledged and respected or not. And I have had each of these examples that I've given you happen to me at different times and in, in different stages. And I do think especially though when you're first starting out in those beginning years of establishing yourself as a business, this can be hard. And it's almost like you're establishing a new identity with your friends and family as well because they're watching you and they're learning what to expect now from you. And I think this is part of one of the reasons why we don't receive the support or the respect or this just just the support from the people that are in our lives is because at first there can be a disconnect and a lack of understanding about what just happened <laughs> because to you you know you got the dream you know you took the leap you know you went and invested in yourself and you're taking this seriously and you've made so many steps and strides and changes but from their perspective, everything just kind of changed. Your time is being spent differently. Your dreams are different. You're listening to podcasts and audiobooks, and everything just looks different than it once did. And so sometimes I think a lack of understanding can show up as not 
being supportive. So I think it takes some time in those first few years, especially. And I had a lot of time when or different instances when people thought that I was just like free and available at all times at a moment's notice to just grab lunch or do things. And when I told them like, hey, I have this course that I'm working on or I have to work on this blog post, I have to create content or things like that, it seemed as almost like I got like a a blank stare because they would imply that I could do these things anytime. And whether that's true or not, I don't think we would imply that someone who has a boss and a nine to five, that they would just be super flexible or that they could complete their work at any time. But there is this kind of interesting phenomenon that happens when someone works for someone else, we accept that they are unavailable at certain times. But when you work for yourself, people often think you're just available to them all the time. And it can be actually like a a big lesson in like people pleasing and boundaries to communicate that you are not available all the time that working from home does not mean that you are available all the time and that just because you are your own boss doesn't mean that you will drop everything at a moment's notice when you had committed to doing something and you know whether if you want to do that great that's fine but especially those times when you actually do want to work in and on your business and you're almost being told that you can't all right so a couple of other ways, kind of just like funny story, but another couple of ways that where, where I felt a lack of support, I guess I would say, is that I, I even had people comment when I had my wedding photography starting prices on my website. I had someone comment that my prices were crazy high and, you know, to my face <laughs> and said, oh my gosh, your prices are crazy high. And at the time, I didn't really know what to do with that comment it was really easy for me to think like, okay, I guess they mean that I'm not worth that kind of money and they think that I'm swindling people. I mean, it's easy to read into these comments, right? But I have since shifted how I see these comments um, or they're just undermining the hours of my work and my availability and all these kinds of things. And so I want to share with you two mindset shifts that I think you can bring on because there's so much that we can't control. Like we cannot make someone respect our business. We cannot make someone hold space for this very real career that you are building. But there are a couple things you can do. And the first is know that their hesitation or their confusion or their resistance around this business is not a reflection of your abilities and your talents or your likelihood of success. This is about them. So not letting their words become a description for who you are, not letting them become your identity. So, so crucial. They likely have limited themselves in the past in some way. You may notice that these critical comments do not come from someone who is also chasing a dream and running their own business and working hard at something new. So you doing those things may be disrupting and like bringing to their like forefront of their minds, like all of the things that they did not chase, all of the things that they put away and said, I can't have that, I can't reach that, I can't do that. So I think a lot of times other people's criticisms or just like little comments, so much more reflection of themselves. So you realizing both, I'm not going to put that on, I'm not going to accept that description. You know, when that person said, your prices are crazy high, I'm not going to internalize that, I'm not going to accept that, and I'm not going to say that they're too high or crazy high, I could just say, yep, I have luxury clients and they love to pay me what what they do. 
and just move on. And the second mindset shift is do not base your confidence or how you feel about your business or yourself in people that don't support you. You cannot let yourself be derailed by them. Finding doubters and haters and non-supportive people is so easy. You do not have to look very far. I mean, make a YouTube account and just watch the comments flood in, right? Like, that's just the nature of people. That's the nature of the internet. So do not let less than supportive people be the ones that keep you from the life that you know you're meant to live and for you to step into your purpose. You just cannot let it. So I think that's a decision. You cannot let it become your identity. So I also think there are a few boundaries that you can draw with your friends and your family. And it's it's interesting how the concept of not being supported in something, especially by those that are very close to you, can also be like a hand-in-hand conversation with boundaries. Because I, I think sometimes there's things that we're doing to actually work against ourselves in this way so like let me let me explain so first we need to bridge the gap for them for that other person like let's say this is a spouse or a parent we need to bridge the gap between them and your business between them and this idea between them and the calling and you have to realize it's not their business it's not their calling it's not their thing and respect that they did not decide to start a business so so much of how people treat us in regards to our business starts with how we talk about our business. So first tip, look for the signals that you are already giving your friends, your family, those closest to you. What are you signaling to them that might be undermining the business that you are building? What might you be doing that you could be sending them the wrong signals that could be sending them anything less than I am serious, I'm committed, I'm bought in, this is a real business, right? Same with our clients, right? Like we we have a few episodes here on the podcast about boundaries. I'll link them in the show notes. There was a podcast about boundaries with your clients. And then there's a podcast episode here about boundaries with yourself from your own business because it's easy to get sucked into a business especially when it's in a startup phase and so I'll link those in the show notes and you can definitely check those out after listening to this episode but I think so often there are small but meaningful things that we do or say or the way that we might talk that can sometimes signal a less than serious approach to our family members just a reminder, it's not really a tip, I guess it's a reminder. The last people, it's kind of an interesting concept, but like the last people to see the professional version of you is oftentimes like your your family or your friends, like these very close people, like they don't get to see what your clients see. They, they see you as someone and something totally different. They might have known you for a really long time. Like to them, you're their child or you're the mom, you're the wife, you're the daughter. Um, and it's they may have remembered you from like past jobs and past roles. And sometimes they're the last people to kind of catch up to this new version of you because they remember you as something different. So just keep that in mind. Number three, just a tip, do not disturb on your phone. I think this is an amazing boundary. It's super important, especially if you feel like you're getting bombarded with requests uh, when you're supposed to be working during the day and you feel like people are not uh, accepting that you're busy, (laughs) that you're working just because you're working from home doesn't mean you're available. Do not disturb. Best, best friend. Also in the boundaries episodes, there's a couple of other things that you can do as far as automatic responders, email footers, ways that you can like 
communicate what you're doing and when you will be reachable. Super important for both clients, family, everyone. And the last thing I think that's really important when it comes to like boundaries with our friends and family is ask for what you need. Tell them how they can support you. And I, I think like this should be said with the caveat of like, this isn't trying to convince someone that you don't even really want to be around anymore. They're like not a great friend. They're not a super supportive person. And like you're trying to convince them to understand your business and your dreams. It's like, no, I'm talking about someone that like you hold near and dear. You love them and they're not quite getting it. Tell them what you need to feel supportive. You can literally say, I would feel more supported in this way. I would really appreciate your support in my business in this specific way. Or you can tell them, hey, like when you said this, I did not feel supported by you. Was that your intention? You know, and I guess like right in this point here, this is hard conversations, but I think it's worth having. And even having those conversations can help to show the seriousness of your intent behind your business and everything that you're doing. And I think like life and relationships and like true depth and intimacy comes a lot of times from really hard conversations and sharing with your family what you would want and what support would look like to you is so important and and it's probably going to be a unique answer to you and what your business looks like okay so when it comes to gaining belief or support from a spouse especially i think there are a couple of key things so A couple things that I have seen like over and over and over again with like my friends, with myself, with like my coaching clients is that a spouse needs to see money in the business. Like there's a there's a certain point where they believe in you and they have faith in you and they want to believe in your business, but eventually they're going to need to see some money. So I feel like a couple key things have to happen to get those in your life on board. There's one is just there has to be some money involved. And I think this is another reason why I strongly, strongly advocate for my students and my listeners to pay themselves regularly. Um, We have a whole episode here on creatives, uh, like how to allocate and bank and save and invest as a creative. And I will have that linked up in the show notes as well. Um, And we were joined by Val Duvik uh, for that episode because she does all kinds of financial advice giving for creatives. So it's like totally her wheelhouse and she gave so much amazing advice. But I think there is sometimes a direct correlation between seeing profit, seeing even a small, small amount of profit brought over into a personal account for a spouse to really start to get the spark and see like, wow, okay, this is real. Like you're making money, you have real clients. And once they see that money, the excitement can can spread sometimes. I think sometimes a lack of support can be very fear-based. They, you know, this person with a family member, spouse, they can just be of the mindset that they want the best for you. They want stability for you. They want a dependable income. So Being able to see that money and evidence of profit, which is what a business should have, is a super valuable thing and sometimes is a a big key in a family member feeling better about the business. The other thing I think sometimes needs to happen is just for time to pass. I think sometimes when it's new and a family member is just not on board yet with this decision, time can really help that that whole situation because time will help 
things to like be less emotional. And then, like I said before, um, under the boundaries point, tell them what support looks like to you. So I think especially if the support that you are not getting is coming from a spouse, I think this is where you absolutely have to have a candid conversation about what support would look like to you and what you are asking of them in your life. And I think it just takes so much courage to put yourself out there. I think it takes so much courage to believe in yourself, let alone believe in yourself when others don't or trying to get others to believe in you. So don't wait for this person to come around or for yourself to, for, I guess I should say, do not wait for someone to come around for you to go get support. You need to find cheerleaders in your business. I want to be that cheerleader for you here on the podcast and within my coaching communities. If you are looking for more support in your business, please feel free to reach out to me. I will always answer a DM. And if you want to hear more about how we could work together and how I could potentially support you in my coaching and with strategy, you can always send me a message on Instagram or you can always reach out at joymichelle.co. Lots of information there as well. Thank you so much for listening here today. I hope that you go out and continue to build the business and the life that you love. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please help me get the word out about the Call to Both podcast by taking a screenshot of this episode right now and sharing it on your social media. I would also appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave me a five-star review. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.